Okay, moving on outside Kaduna now. I want to get an idea. So here's the thing. Ideologically, I'm a federalist when Nigeria is concerned. I believe Abuja is too involved in everything. Mm -hmm. And I would like a situation whereby powers from the federal government are pared down to national security, setting the tone for the general direction, Mm -hmm. and more day-to-day things such as security, education, interstate trade, etc., is left to states. That's my ideology as a Nigerian. And that's what I would like to see, essentially. Mm. What is your ideology when Nigeria is concerned? Very similar to yours. I believe that uh, most of the things that we need to progress as a country should be done subnationally. I believe that uh, the federal government is too strong. Yes. It's doing too much yes. and, and thereby doing too little. Yes. Uh, I think that the government should restrict itself to a few areas uh, that protect our commonwealth and leave the rest to the yes. states. Uh, I would only, only say this with one reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that to lead to the results that we want, mm-hmm. we need more competent states. We need more competent state governments. I'm not sure we have them now. Uh, I, I think I think the I think the quality of governors has improved dramatically from the days of James Ibori. Okay, but still there mm-hmm. are issues, and I think that there is a feeling, usually on the part of the federal government, to intervene wherever the states fail. But it is not a solution. Mm. The solution is to push the states towards better governance. And I believe that with the last round of elections in 2015 and the ones that have happened since then, the quality of uh, elections has improved. Yes. And because of the quality of elections has improved, you see more and more competent people, people trying to put yeah. themselves forward. Uh, so, yes, I agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, I think there are many things that the federal government is doing that should be uh, delegated down or just aggregated. One instance, for instance, is policing. Okay, uh, I believe that we should have state police. I think we should even have community police at the local government That's levels right. because policing is essentially a local a pl- issue. Yes. You cannot uh, hire a person from Ibom State and send him to Borno and expect him to know who is exactly. Boko Haram and who is not. You are just putting exactly. his life in danger exactly. because he doesn't understand the language, exactly. doesn't understand the culture, and will have very a difficult time integrating exactly. and being useful as a policeman. Oh. So there are many issues like We're that. Exactly and, on the same page. and many of these are in the APC manifesto. We have committed re- in the I APC read manifesto, the, I read the manifesto. Yeah, to state police and we're going to work on it. Uh, Doesn't so that, that require a constitutional amendment? Yes, but we have two-thirds of the states. Today, mm-hmm. APC has 24 states, yes. which is two-thirds of the states, and we we are in control of the federal legislature. Okay, so so how we should states, be able so to, how are to, states to, going to, to fund, effect any... How are states going to fund state policing? Because I think, essentially, well, at, look, the, I, at the I, top I, of all this is resources. No, no. You, you see, first of all, let me let you into a secret. The only burden that I see of the police on the federal government is their salaries. Yes. Okay? In Kaduna State, I more or less ensure that every month the state government funds the operations of the police. Mm. When you hear police being deployed to southern Kaduna, it's not the federal government paying for their logistics. Mm -hmm. It's not the federal government that pays for their allowances. The state government does. We spend between 150 and 200 million a month on federal security agencies in Kaduna State, mm. okay, from the army to the SSS to the police, civil defense, 
we all support them financially so I know Lagos spends a lot of money yeah all the states all the states spend a lot of money okay it varies from state to state and the size of the police force but we do so it's nothing new there is nothing like oh you know if we have state police uh, it will be different because you know the 200 million I spend a month if uh, I will be happy to spend twice that to have my own police because this is federal police and sometimes i give them directives and they don't they have to clear with Someone the ig because to, yes exactly you know, but if it is kaduna state police mm -hmm. okay i will be happy to spend twice as much but i know i'll hold them accountable right yes. now i cannot they, i cannot even decide who the, the commissioner of police is yes. okay yes. So, so 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 i want to put that as a caveat so it is not going to be a new burden it is already a burden the states are carrying anyway yes. okay secondly um, uh, um, yes, as we move from uh, unitary federalism to true federalism, mm -hmm. okay, I think we are operating unitary federalism yes, now, yeah, yeah. okay, I think that we have to look at the revenue allocation formula and ensure, that. Yeah, and ensure that. that it is rebalanced, you know, in favor of the states. Uh, another issue that we may need to look at is to look at local governments their effectiveness and whether they should exist or they should just be something left for the states to create. I mean, I okay. again, we're okay. on the same page. I don't believe that the federal government should have any interaction with local governments. Absolutely. I, I think that's an anomaly. Yes. Um, I also don't believe that the federal government should dictate to states how many local governments they should have. Precisely. That's so we need to anomaly. amend, you see, we need to amend the constitution. I think there should be, the federation account should be between federal government mm -hmm. and states. Okay, and then allow the states to create their local government municipalities as needed and fund them. Okay, uh, that's how I think it should be. And in reality, this is what is happening. Most state governments seize local government funds anyway and don't give them. Yes, of course. I'm happy to say Kaduna is an exception. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we give uh, our local government their funds. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't touch their money. But, you know, I do not think that the current local government system is viable and it's and works uh, whether theoretically or even in pragmatically practice, so practice, so we need to do something about right. it so these are all issues that need to be looked at so you're definitely and federalist yes uh, I, I i believe in that and and and, and you see I, I i started my career in the federal government so i have an overview of what the federal government is and mm. what it should be doing and what it is not doing well mm. now if you're not doing something well the thing to do in governance is to look for those that can do it better. That's, That's right. how it should be. And I, 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 I believe that, you know, I'll give just one example. I believe that the federal government has no business in agriculture, for instance. We should not have a, a big Ministry of Agriculture that takes in 140 billion naira in budgeting every year when the federal government has no land. Okay, right. Agriculture is essentially a local government activity. Even mm -hmm. the states just oversee but really, if you want to develop agriculture, you have to devolve down to local government levels. Right, right. And, 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 and if we are going to have a Ministry of Agriculture at the federal level, it should be more of a quality control, standard setting uh, yes, kind yes. of thing, not mm -hmm. a huge bureaucracy mm -hmm. that tries to you know, do things. So there is a lot that can be done you know, to make our federation more balanced, uh, work so, better and more competitive between subnationals. On the, let's, let's assume, let's imagine we were going to rewrite the Nigerian constitution, because this is a fantasy of mine all the time. I always imagine we've got the chance to rewrite. And one of my particular bugbears 
and it's still as I'm talking to you right now it's bothering me again is the idea of another identity being stronger than a Nigerian identity that is your state of origin as a continued identity yeah I know in Nigeria I, 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 what are your thoughts on that well, you know, I, I, I think if you look into what we are doing in Kaduna, you see clearly what our thoughts are. Mm. We have no indigents or settlers in Kaduna. I insist on that. I believe we have citizens. And anyone that lives in Kaduna and contributes to our development is a citizen of Kaduna. They have equal rights mm. to everyone. Now, the so-called indigents don't like it, but... That is the stance of our administration, and I have in the Kaduna State government at the at the most senior tiers, people that are not from Kaduna State originally. Mm. Okay, uh, Muiwa Adeke was born in Zaria, yes, but he is I think from Kwara or, mm. or, or some some or Ocean State. I don't I can't even remember. We need the best people to do whatever job we have, and wherever we can get them, within Nigeria, mm. preferably even from without Nigeria, will bring them. This is what I believe. Now, having said that, what does the constitution say about Nigerian citizen? Okay? People that make a mountain out of molehill of the use of the word indigent mm -hmm. in the Nigerian constitution are doing so without any basis. The only, the only place where the word indigent was used in the Nigerian constitution is the appointment of ministers. Okay? The constitution requires the president to nominate ministers from each of the 36 states of the federation. Okay? And, and that nominee must be an indigent. That was the only time the word was used. Yes, but the, other time, the other time the, the derivative of the word was used is later in the constitution about citizenship to define who is a Nigerian citizen. It says a person whose parents or grandparents are indigenous to Nigeria, not the word indigent. So but, I, I, I but think you know that Nigeria functions top down. So whatever the federal government does, yeah, it filters down the same system. No, that, no, no. I, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, this indigent issue was not a big issue until the Abacha administration. You know, decreed the Federal Character Commission decree. That is the problem. We need to repeal that, and mm -hmm. it's easy. It's easy to repeal. Okay, it's easy to repeal. I think we should also repeal the section about a minister from each state. So do I. I think I so think I. I think we don't need thirty-six ministers. We definitely do okay. not. Okay, uh, but those are issues that can be dealt with. But what I'm saying is, it is it, it does not even require writing the constitution. Okay, it requires an attitude of mind that puts results ahead of uh, identity. Mm. Okay, uh, and the president uh, was very very worried when he realized that he had to have at least 36 ministers he was he was he was he was targeting much less but he realized from the constitution has mandated that he must have at least 36 ministers um, and i think it's just wasteful and i think we should do away with it because that provision in the constitution was written in 1979, mm. when we had only 19 states. 19 states yeah. So, you know, one minister from each state made a lot of sense, but not anymore when we have 36 states. All right. So now, I mean, this is a nice segue. What do you think about the current state of Nigeria right now? now I'll give you a bit of background to this. And I, I must honestly say, I don't actually expect you to tell me candidly what you think. So I'll allow you. But I must say, so 
I volunteered my time for the president because I genuinely believed that the country needed a change. I got my friends involved. My mother was going to vote for Jonathan. I threatened to stop speaking to her. I showed her the policies. I badgered her day and night until she saw it my way. And I would like to believe that she actually did vote for the APC. She said she did, so I'm going to I'm gonna think you she did. You should believe your mother. <laughs> yes, I believe my mother. So I was very passionate about it. I remain passionate about a Nigeria that functions for every citizen. That is a passion of mine now. What made a, a fellow like Jonathan attracted to somebody like my mother was the idea that he was an ordinary Nigerian. He did not come from a military hegemony mm. or the hegemony of the of the of of the of the old order he was an ordinary nigerian and the fact that he could ascend to such a position was attractive to a lot of nigerians and remains attractive today now but the promise of the apc was much stronger for me the mm. idea to remake the country to make it better to function better etc so a lot of young people such as myself really bought what the president and the apc stood for now since a lot of us are disillusioned sir a lot of us have to keep going back to the times that we were filled with hope for what the country could be. And today our peers are telling us we're really naive. Now, sir, you are, <laughs> you are an APC, an APC leader, yes. an APC governor. Yes. What would you say to somebody like me who is disillusioned with the current state of the country and the government, given the promises that were made to us before now? Well, I, I will say you are entitled to be disillusioned, um, but that is because you are young, and you are impatient, and you do not appreciate the seriousness and gravity of the situation that uh, that uh, that that the the president has to face. Um, can this can this government do better? Certainly, okay. Am I happy with the quality of people around the president and those that are charged with execution of policies? I'm not happy, mm. all right? Uh, and that's where the problem lies. Mm. It is not the government as such. It is not the president. It is not uh, even the party. It is uh, um, a few people that are being relied upon by the leadership of the president uh, by the leadership of the government and the party to drive certain things that are failing mm -hmm. uh, and I am confident that they will be sorted out very soon mm -hmm. okay yes things are not uh, as as great as they should be mm -hmm. okay uh, but that is because the expectations were unreasonably high the the the, 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 the level of decay was um, is unbelievably much worse I mean Look, we knew that the Jonathan administration was doing something funny with defense funds. Mm. Okay? But we didn't think that any government should be so irresponsible as to take money meant for weapons to mm. fight Boko Haram and put it put it in their pockets. Mm. Okay? We didn't know that. We suspected that they were playing games, mm -hmm. but we didn't realize that twenty three billion dollars will go that way. We didn't realize that any government would be so irresponsible as to send its soldiers mm -hmm. in harm's way without ammunition, without weapons, to face uh, Boko Haram. Uh, so this is just, and this is one area that we thought, because of the president's background as a former military officer, mm -hmm. he understood it very, very well. Mm -hmm. But we, we, every day we are finding 
we are finding new revelations of how bad, how really, really bad things were. And finally, those that are disappointed that things have not uh, taken off the way they expected, do not realize that if Jonathan had won, things would have been much, much, much worse. I, I, much I agree. worse. So okay. I, I agree so, on so, that so, so it's so it's an issue of relativity. Uh, 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 you see, now, as I said, there are many of us mm -hmm. that, like you, mm -hmm. worked hard to make sure this merger happened. Mm -hmm worked hard to ensure that the president contested because he didn't want to contest i spent two and a half years badgering him mm -hmm. to convince him to do so and worked hard to deliver our state to make sure that there is a federal government mm -hmm. and we are quite unhappy with some of the people in abuja mm -hmm. that are not working to the script that we have designed that we have worked on but we be, we have every confidence in the president but and so, the vice president, so they will I, get it. They will get, they will get it back on track. I know you're pressed for time, sir, but there are some <laughs> own goals that this administration has scored and continues to score. The lack of communication, the lack of cohesion, the lack of proper, proper, how do I put this? I mean, I think it's still cohesion, really. And the, the, the failure, I, I think, to really draw the country together after the elections. You know the results in the South-South. You know the results in the Southeast. I don't think the government has made a concerted effort no, I think I, I think I think you're wrong. I think I think that I think that the government has made every effort. Okay, the president at least has made every effort. Let me let, let, let me give you one or two examples. The five states of the southeast, mm -hmm. okay, all voted, Jonathan. except except for Imo. I think mm -hmm. I think we won in Imo. Other than Imo, I think we lost throughout the southeast. Now, the five states of the southeast gave President Buhari 198,000 votes. Mm. 198,000 votes. That's the votes that Zaria local government in Kaduna State yes, gave him. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yet, in constituting his cabinet, President Buhari gave four out of the five Southeast states full cabinet rank positions. Mm. Foreign affairs, science and technology, labor, trade industry. Mm -hmm. eh? Four full mm -hmm. cabinet positions. Mm -hmm. Kaduna State, one state mm -hmm. gave President Buhari 1.1 million votes. Mm -hmm. Okay? I got a minister of state. Okay. I think this is all part of the president's effort to send a message that even though Kaduna gave me 10 times, nearly 10 times the number of votes I got from five states, I want to draw you in. Okay? We sacrificed full cabinet position, which we deserve by the mm -hmm. size of our state and the, the, the number of votes we delivered, mm -hmm. so that the Southeast and South South can be drawn in. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the president has done that. In his appointments, in everything, he has tried to bring everyone to the table. Now, the elites are used to one thing. They are used to getting money from the Treasury. What they want is the way Jonathan did open the Treasury, we take the money, then we say you're a good president. Mm -hmm. The pre President Buhari is not going to do that. So the elites will keep complaining. Mm -hmm. And they will keep this narrative that, you know, the president is not doing anything to bring it. But I've just given you one example. And I can give you more and more and more. Okay? If you look at some of the ministerial positions held by Southeast and South-South politicians, mm -hmm. they got the best ministerial, with the ministerial posts. Okay? We... We in the north, northwest, northeast, that gave 80 to 90% of the votes, of our votes to Buhari, mm -hmm. got little or nothing. But we understand. 
we understand that he's trying to bridge the gap between the north and the south trying to bring those that rejected him at the polls to the table but i am always amazed when people say that he has not done anything he has done more then than enough goes, and then and it goes back to the lack of cohesive communication yes, okay. okay well well you know i i i i i agree with you that our communication can be improved but i i appeal to all those that are talking like this to also look at substance mm. not just get carried away because i've just given you two examples and if we had time i can give you more hmm. it's been very 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 enlightening mm-hmm. and i'm i'm very grateful to you sir for agreeing very thoughtfully to this interview um you know I, I i hope that this will encourage other top politicians to do the same i wish you a safe journey sir and hopefully when i'm in nigeria we can we can do this again and celebrate the, the cessation of any violence in, in, in southern Kaduna and so forth. Thank you. Thank you very much.